Welcome into another episode of The Voice of Camp Nathaniel. This is Lee Sharp here hanging out with Mr. I'm trying to think of an adjective here. The fearless Stephen Bell. I like that one. I was going to try to come up with an adjective. Just uh, like make one up off the top of my head. Scrum trolescent. <laughs> Scrum trolescent. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere before and I'm almost afraid to look it up. But anywho. Hey, you've got the voice of Camp Nathaniel. Are, are, is, are you doing the adjectives now or... I don't know. I think I we should. Know. We can keep mixing it up. We'll keep mixing it up. Hey, the last episode, if you guys listen, if you did not get a chance to listen, go back and check out the episode from January the 1st mm-hmm. uh, because we started our part one in a, in a part in a two-part series with uh, Mr. Jeff McIntyre, who uh, has joined us again today. It's good to be back. Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? Lee, what yep. are we talking about today, we, man? Let's are, get right into it. We are, we've, this past episode, we talked about how we've seen God move um, around Camp Nathaniel in 2023, all the amazing things that have happened from recovering from floods to women's and men's ministries to fall retreats to summer camps. So, so much Just so many on, things man. that are happening, and we weren't able... I literally, I sat down, this was a few days ago, I sat down to go work through what we were going to talk about on a podcast, because we knew that we want to invite you, Jeff. Hey guys, Jeff is here. I'm here. He can say hi. There we go. Um, And I had sat down to go work through what we needed to talk about, Mm -hmm. and after putting all of the different thoughts down on paper, I threw it onto Stephen's desk, and Stephen (laughs) goes, that's too much for a 30-minute episode. (laughs) We can't do that. We can't do that. Um, And then he had the brilliant idea of, let's split it into two here. Let's do do a sequel. We are are continuing on with um, kind of a part two of what God has been doing, and then we're going to look forward. Um, we we're looking back to see what he's done and we're going to look forward to see what he, what we're hoping and praying that he's going to do in 2024. That's pretty good stuff, man. Almost sounds like a segue. Almost sounds like a segue. Let's go. <laughs> so, so where are we going, man? Jeff, thanks for joining us again, again, and, uh, and being part of the discussion. And we've got, as Lee said, a lot to talk about. So let's jump right into it, guys. So we've got, a, actually, we've got a lot of new people here at Camp Nathaniel. Right. So... A uh, little backstory here. Okay. Uh, about five years ago, six years ago, uh, some people don't know, uh, are, are not aware of, uh, you know, the 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 mission dynamic as far as the mission families that were involved. But the dynamic was basically this: we had uh, zero families that were under the age of forty-five. That's a little different now. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, as you start as you start looking into the future, you realize, mm-hmm. wait a minute, there's got to be people. To, here's the reality. In order to do ministry, you have to have people. You mm-hmm. have to have people. And uh, some of us who have been with the mission for a long time started looking around and going, who are these people that will be coming in <laughs> behind us? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we began praying, and we specifically began praying that God would raise up uh, couples, singles, people who would look at Camp Nathaniel as a place where they feel that God could use them in service, full-time service. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a uh, concerted effort to um, recruit, to talk to, to encourage people in into full-time ministry. 
And uh, about five years ago, God used that, I believe, and he started raising up people to serve here at mm-hmm. Camp Nathaniel. And a lot of people may or may not be aware of this, but in the last five and a half years, God has brought on uh, five new couples mm-hmm. and three single people uh, to join the staff here at Camp Nathaniel. So, um, and a lot of kids. And St- a- Stephen, <laughs> me, me, and you are part of this. Yes. I know. Yeah, well, we, are, you, we are. We are results right. of them you, you praying too. for that years ago. Not exactly. that we're not that we're amazing in any sort of way, no, but no. so that so the exciting thing for me as the director is this. I'm. <laughs> I knew I knew in my heart that God wasn't done with Camp Nathaniel, but I was a little bit nervous about how this work was going to be able to continue at the level that we wanted to see it continue at without mm-hmm. people. And not only has God brought in people to sustain the ministry and and keep it at that level, but as we talked about just mm-hmm. last podcast, the ministry has grown. Yeah, We've seen new things definitely. come out. Mm-hmm. We've seen the ministry expand because of the amount of people mm-hmm. that God's brought in. We we've always had different ideas of how we could do more ministry. The problem is you can't do more ministry without more people. Mm-hmm. It takes people to do that ministry. And so mm-hmm. God has supplied that. And so as he is faithful in supplying that, then that allows us the opportunity to look at different avenues to be able to reach and, and connect and minister to people in our area. And so that's the exciting part for me as a director is to see, you know what? God's got this. He's He's already moving in the hearts of people and bringing people in to partner with us, to join us in ministry so that mm-hmm. we can con- not only just continue the work, but even in some cases grow the ministry. So that's exciting. And it's not anything new. This is, um, I know we've mentioned this on a few different podcasts. We are now 90 plus years. 90, we're going into our 92nd year of ministry. Uh, God has been faithful. Um, we are what some people would, uh, some people may not know this, but we are, we are considered a non-denomin- non-denominational, non-profit organization. Mm-hmm. We don't get any big checks from denominations or, no. or, or anything like that. Our, we are what we would call a pure faith-based organization. All of our missionaries raise support in order to be here. The mission itself has a general fund that is supported by donors. Anything and everything that we do is from gifts from individuals, churches, businesses, um, people who are are like-minded, who are passionate about what we do and want to partner with us. And so let me just say thank you to all of you who are part of that base. We, mm-hmm. we, 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 we depend on you. We look to God first, mm-hmm. but we look to God to move in the hearts of his people in order to support this work. And so we are grateful and we're thankful uh, that he has continued to be faithful in doing that so that we can move forward and do these ministries. And this is how camp has always operated. Always yeah. operated. I mean, from the beginning, this is how this has worked. Think about this. Camp, you, you know, you, uh, camp started in 1932. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody knows their history. But America wasn't in a good financial place in 1932. <laughs> no, no. And yet God in that time r- rose up, obviously, our founder, Garland Franklin, who obviously was moved by God to start this ministry, used him in a special way. And even at the point of that time in history, raised a, a donor base in order to start this ministry. And I, yeah. I look back at that and just say, if that's not the hand of God, I don't know what is. Right. So uh, we're excited to be able to, and listen, and from 1932 until now, there has been scores of faithful people who have done the work faithfully, 
hard, hard work, hard ministry. Uh, if you know, if you don't know the the history of our uh, mission, we have a book uh, that has been printed that talks about it. But uh, it's 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 humbling to think that we stand on the shoulders of those people who came before us and did this work, and it's because of what they did that that we're able to launch and and continue this work and 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 do. Um, Keep doing that that work, and hopefully at a level that yeah. uh, that honors God. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, I mean, at this moment, we three are sitting in the Camp Nathaniel Chapel, which has a big stone right on the corner of it that talks about it being completed in 1941. That's right. We uh, we are literally in the middle of history here, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, and and even this room, how much ministry has gone out of this this radio room that we're in? I'm looking at a reel to reel. Mm-hmm. An old reel-to-reel tape where where we used to do the voice of Camp Nathaniel on reel-to-reel tape and send that in to the Hazard radio station that got played. We were the longest-running program on on we the were, Hazard yeah. radio station. Well, so, and 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 honestly, if if I'm not mistaken, the voice of Camp Nathaniel outside of summer camp itself is probably the longest-running program that camp has as a ministry. Absolutely, it is. You know, it's changed formats and everything like that. But we're now a podcast. But you're right; it's 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 it is one of the longest running ministries that we've used to to outreach and let people know about what's going on. So you're you're Mm -hmm. exactly right. Good deal. And so talking about talking about our new people. So we talked about how we're supported by just the the generosity of of God um, through His people. Right. Um. That's how we're supported. That's how we run. Which is, um, if you're not a part of our our if you've not been a part of camp, that that sounds, or you've not been a part of ministries and whatnot for a while, that's going to sound really weird and really strange. Um, but when new people come in, um, they build a team of people to come around them to pray and to support them so that they can get in here full time. Um, because when we come to camp, we come for some full time work. We don't just that's come right. to, to come to do a little a fun little side thing on the weekends or something. This is our whole our whole job mm-hmm. yeah we talked about uh, it last podcast about how some people have this idea that camp nathaniel is just a, a summer program that runs and then and then that's mm-hmm. it and, and actually i've had some people ask our missionaries well what do you do the rest of the, the rest year, of the year. <laughs> what, i mean what what's, what's good and uh so it's our job to make sure that we communicate that listen this yeah. is a full-time job that goes year round it's not just seven weeks in the summer or eight weeks in the summer uh the ministries that we talked about in the last podcast hopefully hopefully illuminates yeah. all the work that goes into all the different ministries that we do. And, and people who are here are working hard. Uh, as the director, I just want to say uh, I am so privileged to work with a group of people that are dedicated, um, that are, are um, focused on reaching out and having an impact on their community in a selfless way. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's a joy to be able to, um, to lead an organization and a mission like this. And I, I'm, I'm thankful for everybody who's, who's involved. But the, but the cool part is it's not done. And yeah, I think we'll right. talk about We've that got some today. brand new people that's that right. have jumped in this past year. And a are lot of brand new people. New people that jumped in or are just now getting started yep. on building that team of people and whatnot. Um, and so we're just going to run through some of them here. We can start with Mr. Actually, hey, we've, had, we've already met one of them. We, we, he joined us on the Christmas podcast on the that Christmas we did episode. just, a, just a, a month ago. And that's Mr. Nathan Keeney. Mr. Nathan Keeney. He was, I think we mentioned it on that podcast. We were getting ready for it. We were getting prepped for it. And he came by, he happened to be walking by my office when we were getting ready. And he uh-huh. was like, you're doing a Christmas episode. 
So if that gives you any clue on Mr. Keeney, that just kind of <laughs> encapsulates excited. his, per he's very excited. Well, Nathan, I met Nathan probably five years ago, uh, six years ago at uh, actually one of our trips out to one of our uh, local Christian colleges that we visit out in Wyoming. And he was a student there. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I met with him and, and uh, thought that he would be a, a good fit for our mission. Uh, but he felt like God was leading him to something different. But in a, uh, uh, I'll make a long story short here. Uh, he, had, he did join another organization, an actual camp that uh, he grew up in. He felt kind of had those emotional ties and really mm -hmm. felt like God was calling yeah. him there. It was out in his, uh, in his native Montana uh, where he was from, and it's so, cold up there. Yeah, and and, and the first thing I tell anybody who's looking at maybe joining a ministry full time and and looking at us, I don't want you here if God doesn't want you here. Mm -hmm. uh, we need to make sure that that's that's first and foremost. And and you know, ministering in a place like southeastern Kentucky, the people are beautiful. Uh, the, the 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 area is beautiful, but uh, it is a little different of, of a culture. Uh, that's not to say yeah. anything negative. It's just different. And so, if you're coming from, uh, you know, an urban area or city or anything, the moving to a place like this, there's there's going to be some challenges and some struggles. And yeah. and I knew that Nathan being out from Montana, he was that wasn't going to be the issue. It was probably more the distance, right? When you're leaving family, uh, coming all the way from Montana, Kentucky, mm. you have to be aware of. Listen, I'm I'm going to be sacrificing some things. Yeah. And uh, but Nathan uh, has had come on board. Uh, he, with it, he uh, did a great job of, uh, of building that partner, the team of uh, partners that he has. Um, uh, as of right now, he is uh, he is actually fully supported, and uh, he is um, actively involved in Letcher County Schools, uh, ministering with Ben and Jasmine Wittenbach. Uh, he, because he's had camp experience at his at his previous ministry, um, he's not. Um, what, what should I say? He's not uh, unaware of what summer camp ministry is, the grind mm -hmm. that it brings sometimes. And so we're excited about the skill set that he brings and uh, excited to have him on staff. Awesome. Now, not only Keeney, but we've got um, a lot of people with the last name is K, I'll tell you that. Yes. <laughs> we've got uh, Cody and Ashley Coster. Who are part of uh, who have been part of the mission in the past year, uh, serving as interns, right? And now they are currently in the process of raising support, uh, Lord willing, to be here full time. Right. right? Actually, their interview is as has happened, and uh, they're going to be raising support here in just a little bit. Um, actually, they're probably actively trying to do that right now. Um, Back backstory on Cody and Ashley. Uh, Cody worked here at, uh, at camp as a summer staff worker five years ago, um, and uh, got involved in the outdoor ed program that we talked about in the previous podcast. Worked as a volunteer through all five weeks of that, uh, and I think it was at during that time that God kind of gripped his heart and said, "You know what? This could be a future place for me." Mm -hmm. uh, ministry was always in his heart. Um, but he also had a, a particular someone that he was very interested in back in Michigan. And so they got married, uh, started a life, um, uh, had some things that they needed to take care of there, some school bills and stuff like that. But ministry was never off the radar. And so a couple years ago, they came back down to visit as a couple. I talked with them. And uh, we have a very, uh, a very unique program, an internship program here at camp for people who are open to God using them in ministry, but maybe not 
for sure that this is what they should be doing. And so mm-hmm. what we try to do is through our internship program, give them a ministry experience for no less than nine months up to a year mm-hmm. where we invite them to come uh, and partner with us for that time period to see uh, whether or not this ministry might be a good fit for them and and that they would see that God would be leading them to maybe uh, full-time ministry. It might not be with us, but just giving that that experience in full-time ministry mm. can open up their heart and their mind to be like, hey, I, it may not be here at Camp Nathaniel, but but ministry might be for me or maybe not for me. But we kind of figure all that out during that internship, and Cody and Ashley have now concluded that internship, and uh, they they uh, they have they have come to the conclusion that this is the place that God wants them to be. So we're excited about what Absolutely. they bring to the oh, table. Yeah. Again, one of those young, younger, younger couples, thirty-ish, um, and uh, and so we're excited about what Cody and Ashley bring uh, to the ministry and how God's going to use them here. And yes, and so they'll, they're in the process of raising that uh, partnership of support. And so, um, uh, so know. so when somebody does that internship, what does that look like? I guess practically, like, are they getting involved in different things here at camp? Or so they, the, the what we want to do in the internship there was like a two minute thing there. I'm like, right. what's the internship? Sure, I'll, I'll, real quick, what we try to what we try to accomplish in the internship is we try to expose them to all the different types of ministry that we that we do here at Camp Nathaniel. Gotcha. So, you know, our character ed classes, they'll they'll get to visit and see what that looks like. Um, obviously, being in a cabin, working with kids, uh, <laughs> working in the kitchen. Uh, working in the in, in they might have a, a a time in the horse barn. They might have a time in maintenance. They might have a time in in office work. They might have a time where they experience all the different levels of of work and ministry that we do, and we try to uh, implement them, encourage them to get a taste of it all. That way, they can they can maybe kind of feel that sense of hey, this is something I really enjoyed, or here's here's a here's where my skill set seems to fit in and. And, and we want to give them the gamut, I guess you could gotcha. say, of mm-hmm. ministry here at Camp Nathaniel in that nine months to a year. And then as that time draws near to an end, we'll reevaluate and just say, hey, is this is this a potential place landing spot for you? And again, at the end of that internship, not to sound harsh, but they have the opportunity to say, thank you for that experience. We'll see you later. And we as a mission have an opportunity to say, thank you for giving us your time and we'll see you later. If we don't think it's a fit, uh, there's no harm, no foul in the right. sense that we, we, we love them and, and we're thankful for their service. But if we don't, if, if we as leadership don't feel like they're a real good fit for our ministry, then at the end of that internship, it's an opportunity for us to just have a break and, 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 uh, um, you know, and that, that particular, yeah. uh, time. And that's just being able, the leadership being able to discern, right. and being able to lead the mission, and all. And that's yeah. sometimes in leadership positions, you, you know, you've probably figured this out as director. You have to make hard choices and <laughs> make, hard decisions, make hard decisions. And right. um, surely not. We, we appreciate right. you being able to do all of those things because right. I know that's not an easy task to but carry let, Don't around. you just sit at a desk all day? Yeah, right. <laughs> let, let me just say this: we, you know, everybody is aware of what that is before they go into their internship. Oh, yeah. We make that very clear. Yes. Listen, we're. We're not making any long-term commitment to you, and you're mm-hmm. not making any long-term commitment to us. But you're able to see what we do. We're able to mm-hmm. see how you work within our within our mission family. And if if we see that kind of gelling and looking positive, we're going to pursue you hard. Well, let's go yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, we're, we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to uh, like a college recruiter. We're going to recruit you hard, <laughs> and we're going to say we th- we think there's a place for you here. If not, 
then then like I said, we don't want you here if God doesn't want you here. And that's got to be that that conclusion has to come come yeah. has to become we have to come to that conclusion through both of us. That's got to be a fit for both of us, not just for one of us. So yeah. we're very open and honest about that and and God's used that internship to to bring on some people who now after you've kind of had a 9 month or year trial run, you get through a lot of those hard spots that maybe sometimes would have kept somebody from having a really good experience if they had just joined the ministry straight out. Uh, They get to, let let me just put it this way. They get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And so they go into it with their eyes wide open and they know what ministry is. Some people think ministry is this wonderful utopia where everybody is singing Kumbaya and getting along together 100% of the time. Uh, Not true. (laughs) Now now somebody's like, what? I thought, listen, we are we are a group of people that God has assembled with a common goal, mm. and as long as we're keeping that in front of us, ninety, a high ninety percent of the time, mm-hmm. we're 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 together. Right, we're, and that's all ministry. This isn't what, just, oh, just yeah, think camp. Yeah. This if, is yeah. church. I don't know this what you all think we're all thinking, but th- uh, <laughs> so in that year, we get we get a chance to work through some of those things, right? Right, we get, absolutely. We, we get a chance to expose some of those issues early on, and if those are issues that we can deal with and get over, then 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 that makes those people a good fit. If we're like, oh, that's not that's not uh, rectifying itself, that's not solving itself, then we we can make a more knowledgeable decision about the kind of people that we feel God is bringing to us to be part of our full time staff. And you know, since we're on the lines of internship, if I if I can interject here yeah. real quick, because we just. We've just brought on a brand new intern, have we not? We have actually a couple, a couple. Okay, couple interns. Uh, one was brought on. Uh, he applied over the summer. Uh, Derek Plitt, uh, who has uh, been on summer staff for three summers, uh, and he uh, has been assigned to Harlan County with Grace McIntyre, and he has jumped in. Uh, it's it's like you you've heard of put of, of of dropping your kid in the deep end. Yeah, we, we did that with Derek in ministry. <laughs> we did. Uh, not ideal. I'm gonna be honest. It wasn't ideal, but we have known Derek for three summers. He's worked with us. He's we got knew, a lot of familiarity yeah, with Cam. Knows kind of knows we, knows we, we kind of knew who he was. We knew what his potential was, and uh, and he was all about it. We didn't we didn't do anything that he wasn't aware of, and we knew that it was going to be. A big stretch for him, but uh, he has taken on uh, doing the character ed classes with Grace McIntyre in Harlan County and has done a fantastic job. I mm-hmm. checked in with him just a little while ago, and he is absolutely uh, loving what he's doing. He's enjoying getting to form those relationships with those kids in those schools along with the administrators and teachers. And so we're really we're, we're optimistic about Derek Plitt. And, uh, again, he is, uh, he is an intern, and as an intern – there is a level of support that even our interns have to mm-hmm. raise. It's just because they're not full-time missionaries doesn't mm-hmm. mean they don't need some financial backing while they're here for that nine months to a year. And so Derek Plitt is one of those um, one of those people who um, could could use a, a little boost uh, in in financial help and as far as taking care of his needs. Um, He's not starving. Let me put it that way. <laughs> but uh, you know, as as he looks forward to. Um, Maybe God leading him into ministry somewhere. That that intern support, which I'll admit is not as high as as full time ministry support. Mm-hmm. But if that's going to continue, he's going to need some people to, to to be behind him. So Derek Plitt is our first intern. Our second one we just got in uh, this past fall. 
Uh, her name is Faith McCurdy. Mm-hmm. Faith is a, was a summer staffer last summer, uh, worked within the horse program. She's from the Frankfurt area. She just got done uh, last fall doing a, a two-month stint out in a program in Montana. It's cold up there. It is. It is. <laughs> but, I mean, it keeps getting brought up. I might as well acknowledge. But faith that. is Mon- everybody from Montana. We love you. All right. We know that it's cold where you live, but just know that we love you. That's right. Uh, but faith is uh, man. Just a just an awesome young lady. Um, has a passion for horse horses for sure. She loves the Lord. Um, and the 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 really neat thing about her doing that program in Montana is that that was the same program that James Bennett, who's in charge of our equine program, went through. And which, so, which only serves to better the program here. Exactly. So that mm-hmm. continuity, uh, that all made great sense. And so uh, Faith has uh, been involved in the Trails to Truth program, our equine program. She's going to be helping out James and Hannah. Uh, some of you may or may not know, it's not it's not new news, but James and Hannah are going to be expecting a baby here pretty soon. Sure uh, that's going to take Very Hannah. Cool. That's Another gonna, mission kid out of that's nowhere. Gonna, that's going to take Hannah out of that truth uh, trails to truth in the level that she was at, but Faith's going to be able to bounce right into that. Her and Harley and James will be able to handle that program, but mm-hmm. Faith is a great girl. And again, um, another another instance of God bringing in people uh, to help uh, help us minister. So we're excited about those two interns for sure. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's talk. Uh, we got a couple of families who couple are families uh, getting ready to in. come in, and we're you, talking. You, you want to talk about, about? You talked about last names that started with K. So we've had Keeney, we've had Coster, but we have not talked about Cleaver. That's right. And this is where we start adding to the mission kit population at this point between right. the, the uh, next two families coming in. Yeah. So we, I'm excited. Uh, 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 Andrew and Faith uh, Cleaver. Uh, they are from. Uh, they they came to us from a, a Tennessee area. They were actually involved in a in a ministry down in Tennessee uh, before they came to ours. But Andrew has a skill set in maintenance, which when you have a little over five hundred acres of land and <laughs> and fifteen vehicles to maintain and uh, forty two buildings and stuff like that, a maintenance man can come in handy. You, you think? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we were really excited uh, when when we got to uh, meet them and uh, ob- they're they're obvious. Um, passion for ministry uh, of wanting to be part of uh, a ministry like ours was obviously there with his skill set, her skill set as well. There, she's a she's a full time mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have four children. Um, uh, through uh, land acquisition after the flood, uh, camp was able to get a, uh, some property and a house uh, that they've been uh, that they have worked on, redone, revamped. Already uh, proven to be a fantastic blessing to camp. Mm-hmm. And, and to have somebody here who's maintenance, skilled in maintenance, living on campus mm-hmm. is going to be a, a, a huge, huge benefit. And so um, they are in the process of raising support, though. and um, Building that team of people. Yeah, they're building that team of people right now. Uh, I think the last time I checked, they were about 60%. Um, they, they, you know, sometimes in raising support, you kind of hit a brick wall. We'd like to try to get them over that brick wall because uh, we really need them here. And so they're, they're using a lot of their time right now on the road uh, trying mm-hmm. to raise that support base. And uh, so um, uh, just really, really asking that God would would raise up that team of people that would back them and their families so that they can be here full time and involved in the work in a, in a very, very big way. But we're excited about them. And uh, again, our family, our mission family is growing and God is, God is. is not... God has answered our prayers, and He is continuing to bring in people. And a lot of people would say, uh, "Well, is, when, when is too? When, when is too? When is the people that you're getting in too much?" 
When, when do you need to stop? Uh, I, I can honestly say right now we could take two, at least two, two more couples full-time to fill in the gaps and areas that we have or, or, or are forecasting to have in our mm-hmm. ministry. So, and li- and listen, it would be good to get to that point. Yeah. It would be, but that, but that shows you, I mean, that alone shows you how broad of a ministry that Camp Nathaniel has. Exactly, exactly. You know, when you have to fill in, we have to fill in X number of gaps in order to effectively minister mm-hmm. to people. I mean, we're talking, uh, we're talking about a region here. You know, we're not talking about, we're not, we're not, we're not just in Knott County. Right. We're talking about a region that camp has uh, impact in. And so, yes, it, it requires a lot of manpower to do that, but we're very, very thankful for how God has answered those. And, and, and then kind of we bring full circle with our new new ones coming in. We've got the, the Rafferty family. The right, so the Rafferty family, great story there. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be as brief as I can, but uh, Katie and Austin uh, were on staff uh, here at Camp Nathaniel together. Uh, it's actually where they met and... Uh, God uh, used that as a way to uh, bring them together. They were uh, married. Uh, we're talking about seven years ago, ten uh, years roughly, ago? yeah, seven eight years ago. When uh, that, ten, ten years. Ten, they just ten celebrated years, the okay. ten year anniversary. Uh, ten year anniversary. So a little over ten years ago, they were on staff, and uh, Austin uh, stayed in the area. Uh, Katie was a uh, legacy. We call her legacy campers because she was one of those girls that. Uh, her mom was a camper before her. Her grandmother, I think, was a mm. camper before her. And so we call siblings them. were campers. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All our siblings were campers, and and you know their their testimony is the is is that that camp has always had a, a special place in their heart. They they had always in the back of their mind actually even thought about wouldn't it be cool if we could work at camp? That that, that <laughs> I just think when I hear that I think that's really really wild. Mm-hmm. And God kind of used that, continued to keep that ember of camp kind of growing and glowing in their heart until uh, really the reality of about a year ago, they really started seriously thinking about, wait a minute, this this could happen. Yeah. And you know, as Austin tells it, Katie was on board. His kids were on board because he says that the problem was him. And uh, he was the one hitting the brakes. Yeah, he everybody like, else is on the gas. That's right. Everybody's like, let's do yeah, this. Yeah. But uh, the reality is, is that they prayed and came and took an application last summer, filled it out. Our executive team, uh, very, very with with excitement, um, approved them as a missionary appointees. Um, God has used Austin in a very, very powerful way. We talk about raising support. That's a whole other story we can't get into. But that's God a is, whole podcast, yeah, man, a, to be able to hear the we'll, stories we'll of God. Austin, yeah, we'll bring Austin <laughs> on for a podcast Austin on here. to share that. But uh, God has raised up people who have been uh, enthusiastically excited about partnering with Austin and Katie. And uh, as of the time of this podcast, I would say uh, Katie and, and, and Austin will be with us uh, full-time by that time. So... We're excited wow. about them. We're uh, they, they, again. Very cool. That is a that is a family uh, that brings so much uh, uh, to the mission and so many and so uh, <laughs> they have a lot of they got a, they got quite a few kids. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Austin and Katie are bringing seven kids with them. And so uh, again, that means that the level of support, obviously, that they wouldn't need to raise would would be much higher than mm-hmm. a traditional family of four or five. Or in Stephen's case, six kids. Uh, the point is, yep. the point is this: we look at God supplying that need for them as as kind of that final confirmation that God is in their ministry. And, and there's no doubt that that Austin 
and Katie have, have experienced uh, that. Uh, God has brought in their support uh, really miraculously, I would say almost, and, and how he has developed their team of partners in backing them. But again, that's a person that, that Austin's going to do a great job uh, in, in, in our school program, uh, probably in Perry County. Uh, they've already they've, they've been established there in that county. People know them. They've already got a good reputation, and, and and we're just excited about having that family on board with us. Good deal. All right, I got to ask a question here, real quick. Um, talking about adding families, because we've added quite a few. You mentioned in the past five years, a lot of new families and a lot of new younger families with children and all that. Um, and we affectionately call all of the the children of full-time mission membership we call them mission kids. Right. What's the number of mission kids that we're up 20, to? 20 I think when Austin and Katie come in it'll be 26. Have we ever had that many no, mission kids? No. Not uh, I've I've gone back. This is this is uh yeah. This I think we a, have more mission kids than mission members right It's now. really close. <laughs> dude. Uh, so we're getting close. I think we have 50 I think we have 56 with 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 all the mission kids and and mission families. I think we're 56. So the kids, so we we have about 30, 30 mission members, twenty six mission kids. That makes up fifty six. So uh, we are, um, and I might be, which is off, exciting. Yeah, I might be which a little bit. Off. I can I can redo the numbers. The point is this: um, we do have a big mission family, and as the director, I love I love the whole concept of a mission family and what that means. And 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 by the way, we love our mission kids. Mm-hmm. Our our mission kids. We we look at our mission kids as an extension of our ministry. Absolutely. Uh, they uh, there's a reason why God put them in our family, and we want them to know that that there's a there's a place for them, uh, that there's a there's a opportunity for them because of the because of the family that God has placed them in. There's going to be opportunities that they're going to have that other kids aren't going to have. True. And I think that is. I think that is a good thing. Some people say, "Oh, it's too bad you 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 you're 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 a missionary fan." No, no, it's awesome that they're part of a mission mm-hmm. like ours, and the opportunities and the things that they get to see and and the things that they get to partake in and the and the environment that we can um, uh, give them to be able to grow in not only their own personal walk with the Lord but to see how they can be used to impact the kingdom of Christ i think it's just so cool mm-hmm. yeah. i just i just think that is so amazing and so we 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 value them we want them to feel like that that they have some ownership in this ministry as well because their parents are part of it and mm-hmm. we try to cultivate that um, we try to do it in a way that doesn't allow them to necessarily have free reign or free run over the campgrounds and stuff like that <laughs> That, but the re, the realization is is that they're here for long periods of time, and we want them to to know that hey, this is this is a, a really great place to be able to spend summers. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, so we're excited about. We've that. got the we're we're hitting into year ninety two here, and as we talk about these new families coming in and everything, God is not done with Camp Nathaniel. That's right. There is God is not done yet, and so I'll I'll have to ask you, Jeff, as the mission director, looking forward. What's the what's the big picture for 2024? Well, we've got challenges. Um, there, there's no doubt that there's things that we need to do. And uh, so one of the things we're trying to do, and one of the things I've seen over the past few years, and I'm I'm not going to blame everything on COVID. COVID, you know, COVID is what it is. Uh, the reality is, is that um, despite COVID, we as you, we as human beings have the opportunity to make decisions and 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 go against the grain and not make excuses for COVID. But mm-hmm. part of the things that's happened with COVID is we have seen uh, some of our numbers in, in, in some of our ministries drop. Um, 
And part of that was, was anticipated. It's not, it's not, you know, rocket science to understand why that happened. But the, the thing that's concerning me is those relationships that we had with local churches and people before COVID, we've, we've not been able to kind of reignite those. And so mm. I'm intentionally looking for opportunities to get into some of our local churches here in our area to basically reintroduce camp and camp ministry to the local churches. Um, we are a parachurch organization. Uh, we, ex- I told you in the last podcast, we exist to help and assist the local church in ministry. We want, we want to help them. But, uh, as, as a famous line in the, in one of the uh, movies, uh, Jerry Maguire, if you know that movie good, I don't know if I, he, he's got this phrase that says, help me help you. I'm glad he didn't say, show me the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm not going to use that phrase. Right. That's not the phrase. I'm, okay, good. But, it, but he's got this, help me help you. And and that's really what we want to, that's, that's kind of our plea to the local churches. Mm-hmm. Help us help you. And the way that you can help us help you is get your people involved. When mm-hmm. we have an activity, get your kids involved in camp. Get your kids involved in our weekend conferences. Get your couples coming to a couples that's retreat. That's right. Help us help you. And that means uh, you making that that mm-hmm. and it taking that initiative to making sure, hey, let's load up a van and go over to Camp Nathaniel tonight. Uh, take advantage of what's going on over there and, and allow them to help us help and encourage our people. And so mm-hmm. uh, I'm doing that with visits to churches. We're doing these things called echoes. This is country. This is this is uh, over over the course of. Uh, the United States. Uh, we've got this is really cool, by the way. Well, mm-hmm. we, our our base of support is broad. It's not lo- it's not centrally located, and so uh, my my partner in crime, my wife Beth and I are are hitting the road uh, starting in January. Uh, we're going to be doing echo meetings in different areas of the country, starting in Florida. Uh, if you want to know any more information about that, you can actually go online and look at that. Uh, we'll be sending out invitations, postcards to these echo meetings. All you have to do is uh, QR code the the code on the card. Register yourself for one of those meetings. We'll set up, and we want to meet with you face to face, give you an update, let you know what God is doing in our ministry, and we just want to we we just want to have some time to reconnect with you. Mm-hmm. We want to have time. Really, I'll just get back to this. We want to reintroduce you to what's going on at Camp Nathaniel and its ministries, mm-hmm. and hopefully. You will you will see that uh, Camp Nathaniel is 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 on the verge of of really busting out in a lot of different areas of ministry, but we need your we need your prayers. Uh, we need we need we need financial support to do ministry, but we also want you to be in tune. And we would like you. The one of the reasons why we're calling them Echo Meetings is we want you to take what we're telling you and share it with other people. That's right. Echo that message. Let them know. Hey. There is an organization here in southeastern Kentucky that is doing some fantastic work for the Lord, and 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 they need they need your prayers, uh, they need your support, they need your um, willingness to uh, share that with other people, so that we can make sure that what we're doing here is um, Christ-centered, of course, biblically uh, centered, but we we want to do it in a way that that brings honor and glory to God. We want to do it in a way that people look and say. That, that place is really tied in and tuned in to the, the message of the gospel, and they are an encouragement to the people, as Stephen said, not just a small area, but a region, and uh, we want that to happen. But it's going to take people getting back reintroduced and, and supporting the, the work, mm-hmm. again, not just financially, with their attendance, with their people, with 
with them uh, getting involved, maybe even volunteering, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's like, hey, wait a minute. You mean I could come over and, and rake leaves at camp? Yes, you could if you wanted to do that. So there's all these different mm-hmm. ways that you can encourage and get involved within the ministry. And and I just want to make sure that people are aware of what that is. And then after that, it's up to God to move in their hearts to make it happen. Yeah. Well, guys, listen, it has been awesome sitting down talking with Jeff over these past two episodes. And uh, we're excited for a, a whole nother year of the Voice of Camp Nathaniel pro- podcast because you realize what what the next episode is, don't you? It's the it's our one year anniversary. It's the birthday episode. Hey, of of doing it. I mean, obviously, well, it's not really new. But, it's you not know. really it's, Voice of Camp Nathaniel has been around for decades, man. But it's it's new to us, and we're we're excited to be able to continue the format. Like, can this. I throw one more thing out? Go there. for it, man. Hey, uh, at the beginning of the year, we sent out a annual prayer calendar. Uh-huh. Uh, if you are not on our mailing list and mm. you would like to get on that mailing list, we will we will back up and we will send you one of those calendars. What it does is it goes through the whole year of all of our activities, all of our events. And then on the flip side, it gives you our staff and gives you an opportunity to, uh, in an organized way, uh, daily pray for different things in our mission. And so that's how that card is set up. Um, and I'd be happy to get that into your hands. It's just you... Um, uh, reaching out to us and telling us that you want to be a part of our mailing list. Let me just say, mm-hmm. you will never be asked for any kind of donation or money uh, with that mailing list. You'll you'll get a quarterly publication called Light in the Hills mm-hmm. that keeps you updated on news and events. You'll get to see some cool pictures in that in that news uh, in that quarterly newsletter, uh, Light in the Hills. But it'll also get you on our mailing list to be able to uh, get that prayer guide mm. and the annual calendar for events that's going on here at camp. Good. Guys, be sure to check out CampNathaniel.org, and you can also follow us on Facebook for all information going on at camp. And then if you haven't subscribed to the Voice of Camp Nathaniel podcast, make sure you do that, and you'll be notified every single time we release a new episode Mm -hmm. on the 1st and 15th of every month. So we'll see you all here in a couple of weeks for our anniversary episode. It's going to be big. And we say that because we're recording this in December. We haven't had anything planned yet. We will plan something (laughs) amazing for it. Don't worry. All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you later.